This is DWZ Podcast with J-Rod here. Deleted WrestleZone's very own podcast of professional wrestling with AEW, NXT, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, various promotions, wrestlers, matches, and championships. I am your host, J-Rod here. So welcome back, folks, to another episode here on this podcast. Now, as you know, this is going to be about the most interesting news that took place last week on this past Wednesday. As you know, you heard the news. Shocking. Unusual. Strange. However you want to call it. We're talking about the recent releases on Ring of Honor, or as we know it, ROH. Now, let's talk about this a little bit. I have mentioned this before about Ring of Honor many times over. Ring of Honor has good talent. I'm not denying it. I'm not going to say they suck. But the one thing I don't like about ROH is how they're not presenting themselves. Making their products stand out, you know? Like, not advertising enough like we normally do. And that is the reason. Now, here's the reason what really took place recently. Ring of Honor announced, and it was spread all through the rest news outlets, that Ring of Honor are releasing all their talent, and they won't be. They will be. They're. They'll be done by the end of this year of 2021. However, they will take an an extensive break to do like a restart or reimagine or something like that or revision, something similar to what NXT 2.0 are doing. But however, um, I want to say this right now before anybody jumps to conclusions. I like to say I praise Ring of Honor after what happened last year. As you know, the events of what Ring of Honor did today is nothing compared to the events of what last year took place with WWE. If you guys don't recall what I'm talking about, we're talking about April 15th, 2020, or as it been dubbed, Black Wednesday. That was the day where the world was announced that 40-plus WWE staff left. That includes wrestlers, referees, coaches, uh, various people from the employment. And that was the biggest shock. Now, of course, the recent update for that, it was because of the budget cuts due to the pandemic. Now, that kind of played out pretty well, but... I believe that part because I don't believe this year's budget is up because I find it a load of shit, you know, because I know WWE are trying to stay afloat. But right now, I don't know what to believe that comes out of their mouths. But however, Ring of Honor had the decency not to release any of the wrestlers during this time, which I praise them for that. Excuse me. Now, the reason I say this, Ring of Honor did not have the audacity to release any of their talent during 2020. We all can say 2020 has been the worst year ever. Or as I'm going to say this, uh, what Scorpio Sky is, this has been the worst year I've ever been in. And that's true. 2020 was the worst year ever. 
the world went into hell because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, why is that important? Because we know Ring of Honor didn't release anybody. AEW didn't do that. Neither did MLW. But WWE did. Now, a year later, or should I say over a year later, Ring of Honor decided to do an unprecedented. They will continue, the wrestlers will continue to wrestle all the way till the end of this year. But however, they will be needing of financial resources by the time this is over. Which sucks. I'm not gonna, you know, say don't worry, they'll be fine. I mean, it sucks financially. But however, I have witnessed on Twitter many of the wrestlers are now saying I'm available for book- bookings in twenty in the early 2022. Now, some of you probably saying, "What do you mean by that? How is that? Po- how does that work?" I'll tell you. First time I heard about bookings about this. Uh, I saw this on Sammy Guevara's vlog. Now, if you guys never seen uh, Sammy Guevara's vlogs, he explained that he already have bookings it months in advance. Now, I began to question about this already. Is it enough time for these wrestlers who were released from Ring of Honor to start taking bookings, knowing the fact that sometimes it's a little difficult with months in advance? I'm like thinking, I hope they do have the... The resources to do that because it kind of feels like they need to get back to work. I mean, I get it. Now, some of you are probably saying, what's going to happen to the wrestlers that were released? Well, I'll explain to that in a little bit. But here's the thing. What are the plans for ROH? What are they trying to do? Now, they say they want to do a restart. Basically, more like refresh themselves. Now, as I mentioned this before. Ring of Honor has been a a product that has good talent, but however, they never make things to make them stand out, like get fans to get more interested. We haven't been disinterested since the Elite. Yes, folks, you heard me right, the Elite. And I'll get to that a bit. Now, what exactly does that mean in, in a way to, to restart? Well... I don't know, but according to what information was spread, they're planning to come back on April of 2022. Now, some of you probably are thinking, what the fuck? Yes, guys, that was my reaction too. I'm like, what the F? But why that long? It makes no sense. But at the same time, I started to think, what about the wrestlers that were loyal to Ring of Honor, you know? Matt Taven praised them for everything they've done to, for him. And same thing with, with Jay Lethal and, and various others. But releasing them now, that's kind of cause a problem. But however, I want to alliterate about something else. Nico kind of told me something. A friend of mine who co-hosted the early of episodes on, on the YouTube channel with me. He said that no wonder the Briscoes won the GCW titles the tag team titles i'm like yeah it would make sense because what if they already knew this was coming the the briscoes have been one of the most loyal tag teams in ring of honor it would make absolute sense that that's the reason that uh, of course this happened and i'm i'm i agree with him 
However, what's going to happen with the wrestlers? I don't know. But but here's also something else that kind of put me in a little situated. They're saying they want to focus on non-contracted wrestlers. Now, some of you are saying, what does that mean in latent terms? Well, latent terms, they want to just recruit wrestlers who are just freelancers. Like, they have no ties to any promotion. Like, let's say AEW has wrestlers that are not, in fact, contracted by them, but they come by. If you want a prime example of that, you look at Minoru Suzuki. Now, somebody could say, no, 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 J-Rod, he's New Japan. Nope, he's not actually. He is a freelancer. He's always been and always has been. And that's the thing. We have guys who are freelancers as well that actually go back and forth with many promotions. So they're looking for wrestlers that are non-contracted. Now, I'm thinking, I don't know if it's a good idea. But however, I don't know if they're taking a page out of GCW. Now, you probably say to yourselves right now, what do you mean? None of the wrestlers in GCW are currently contracted. These are wrestlers that they booked every single time. But I have seen many wrestlers in other promotions out in the East Coast or New England area or sometimes here in the West Coast. But that's how it is. And they want to bring in wrestlers from GCW. Now, I don't know what what I think about that. And that kind of makes me think, Okay, I hope they know what they're doing. I hope they are thinking this through. But we'll see how that happens. But however, recently there are people who are saying, rest in peace, Ring of Honor. So that they're saying, it's already dead. I mean, I don't know. Right now, to me, I'm like saying I'm 50-50 on board. Like thinking, I'm 50-50, don't know what to think at them all. Is this the end of Ring of Honor, or can we see a imp- new and improved? I don't know. It's still open book for me on that. I just don't know. Now, here's the interesting part that came out related to this. Ring of Honor has put out their entire library for sale. Now, I can smell some of you WWE loyalists here saying, Oh, they're going to get it. No That's a guarantee for me, J-Rod, because WWE is the best. AEW, they're full of trash. That may be true, but there's a problem. AEW would embrace Ring of Honor because many of the wrestlers that you probably say to me, Bullshit, J-Rod, bullshit. Uh, Daniel Bryanson was in Ring of Honor. He's a WWE guy. So was Tyler Black, a.k.a. Seth Rollins, and Samoa Joe. That is true. I'm willing to admit that. But however, the only reason this is happening is because I know for a fact, I've mentioned this before, WWE has no wants, no ties whatsoever with the independent scenes. All the wrestlers from Ring of Honor are from the independents. And that is something that WWE has been trying to get the independent wrestlers to forget that they're about their past mattered and focus being real, real WWE superstars. That's what they've been doing. But I feel AEW could make it better because we have several wrestlers that went there. We have the Bucks. We have Kenny. We have, of course, Daniel Bryan. CM Punk was there too. You know, many wrestlers who actually are in AEW have been in Ring of Honor. And I don't mind. But there's speculations that they're interested in buy their entire library. I'm like, that shows 
they don't they want to keep the memory of and legacy of Ring of Honor alive. And I say it's a good thing. And there are rumors circulating that they, if they buy get involved in the HBO Max streaming, then they could put the entire library in there, which is going to be good. Now, let's talk about the wrestlers. About what are the potentials? They can go to WWE, Impact Wrestling, or AEW. Well, I just recently saw on on the on the internet today that there are several wrestlers that they believe that could end up in Impact Wrestling. But before I proceed, I want to say this: my buddy Nico believes that we could see, of course, Flip Gordon go to AEW. Now, some of you are saying, "Why would he want to go with AEW?" Uh, hello. Do you really think that he's going to turn up an opportunity with a pair of guys to gave him a chance on the on being the elite? Come on, who could forget? Where do you think you're going? I love Flip. You know he's awesome. I have to say, I miss the Flip that used to get picked on by the elite. I miss that Flip, and now he's back as the regular Flip, not the mercenary Flip, but the Flip that we all know and love. And he basically doesn't remember what happened in the last few years. Before he became the mercenary. And I thought it was so hilarious. But. I would see him in AEW. And Nico also said. He could definitely see Bandito. Now why is that? Why would he. Why would my friend. Simple. It was the Bucks who brought Bandito. Into the infamous. Pre-show that we know. As the. um, The precursor of what led to All Elite Wrestling. All in. If you guys remember, Bandito teamed up with Ray Phoenix and Ray Mysterio to face off the Golden Elite, Kota Ibushi and the Young Bucks. Who could forget that? Me, I wouldn't. So it would make sense. I mean, Bandito had made his presence known in Dragon Gate. That's how they, the Bucks knew about him. You know, Bandito, I have met him before. I would definitely do picture him going to AEW. He is exactly what AEW needs because he's a high flyer. But however, I'm going to say this right now. It appears that, of course, Impact could be another choice because A, A, we got the X Division and it's a perfect opportunity for him for that. But I'm not sure if that's something he would go for because, as you know, he is currently the Ring of Honor um, world champion. And we could see him do that in the impact. I don't know. That's something I definitely would see. Now, I there is a there's been reports coming out that, of course, I'm Danhausen. I'm famous and very evil. He, on the other hand, has been recently been teasing about going to AW. Now, some of you probably say, "Why? Why would he go there?" Uh. Come on, guys. He's a unique wrestler, and I talk about this. I like unique wrestlers. Orange Cassidy's unique. Why not Danhausen? I love Danhausen. The first time I saw him, I thought he was creepy. But when I started watching him, I'm like, man, this guy knows how to put on a show. Not to mention tequila. Yeah, that dance song tequila when he does that little dancing outside the ring. And I thought it was great. But... I'm thinking I could definitely see that. Now, let's talk about the wrestlers that impact that they believe 
they can go to Impact Wrestling. We have Jay Lethal. He could be one. A, because we know he's been there. Uh, Mike Bennett is one, too, who's been in Impact Wrestling before. Uh, EC3 is one that people are saying. Uh, let's see who else. Roxy, definitely. I would definitely see her there. That means she has to travel to Nashville. Um, I, I'm trying to remember who else. But there's plenty more. Now, some of you probably say, can WWE pick up any of these wrestlers? I would definitely say. Oh, now I remember. Shane Taylor's one. Uh, Trish Adora is one. There are a few others. But I would definitely see. Now, who who do I think I want to see in AEW? Like I said, I would like to see Danhausen, Flip Gordon, Bandito, uh, go to... to how do I say? Uh, AW. And I'm trying to think out who else should go there. Hmm. I don't know. I'm thinking maybe. Just maybe Matt Taven. I would like to see that because if you guys know this or not, Matt Taven and Adam Cole were once part of a faction known as the Kingdom. Until he decided to defect to Bullet Club. And that's pretty much it. So I, I have to say, this little situation with Ring of Honor, that kind of caught everybody off guard. I know there are wrestlers out there who have friends with Ring of Honor that their hearts are broken. They can't believe that this happened to them. I mean, look, guys, let's just be for real. It's sad, yes, that they're going to be out of the job by the end of this year. We can cry. We can be angry. Now. There are people that are saying. What could have caused this? Some people believe. The pandemic did it. I mean it's a stretch. But. There are those. Who aren't saying. The management are responsible. Because. Ring of Honor has not been successful. Since the elite. Now let's talk about that a little bit. Why is that? When AEW first started out. Ring of Honor were having trouble. Staying at float. Now. What could. Ring of Honor could have done. To ensure they would have stayed simple. If you guys know this or not. During a podcast. For AEW unrestricted. Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks, mentioned that not only they were looking for just being wrestlers, they wanted to be bookers slash writers within the company. And Ring of Honor were not interested in having them do that. But, however, Tony Khan gave them that chance to do that. They took a chance because... Ring of Honor should have just obliged to that and none of this would have happened. And not to mention, they advertised them for the Supercard of Honor. And of course, or should I say the G1 Supercard. Now let's talk about that a little bit. If you guys remember, there was a collaboration with Ring of Honor and New Japan. And Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks were advertised for that. But however, we all know what happened during that time. They left Ring of Honor and they started up AEW. Now their first official show then took place until May. Uh, the Supercar, the G1 Supercar, took place in April. 
And that's what happened. Ring of Honor hasn't been the same since the Elite left. I know they've been trying to stay afloat as much as possible, but they haven't. I mean, it's been difficult for them. So I don't know what it could have prompted it. If that was the case, then I say Ring of Honor did not think this through completely. But hopefully this is a lesson learned for companies like them that think recently what is it they could have done differently. But as you know, if you guys are Ring of Honor fans here in California, where I'm from, Ring of Honor doesn't come here to California. Now probably you guys are saying, what the fudge? It's true. They don't because some network is not even here in California. I don't know which other states don't have this, Sinclair something or media, whatever they have. But that's the reason Ring of Honor is not here. And, but here's the thing. Because of that, the Young Bucks were also booked in Pro Wrestling Gorilla, And that's the reason they were there. But they haven't. I mean, and I don't know. It kind of felt kind of weird for that. But all we can do, guys, we know these wrestlers will be fine. We know that they're uh, probably AEW, Impact Wrestling, possibly MLW, and any others that, of course, they will be keeping an eye on to sign. But I'm kind of interested to see how this is going to happen. So we have to wait by the start of 2022 to see who will pick these guys up because that's where the fun begins but i believe many people are going to start making their own somewhat version of the draft but that's just how it is folks ring of honor made this decision we can be angry about it pissed say f you but it makes no difference right now because we know the wrestlers will be fine so I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I know this is a very interesting subject, but but for now, I'll see you on the next DWZ podcast time on the same DWZ podcast channel for all of you. I must bid all of you adieu. So goodbye. Mwah. And have a very Nice day. Bang!